It's the High School Football Show with John Quintero. Brought to you by Lolita's, San Diego's best Mexican food since 1984. Now huddle up. Here's the coach, John Quintero, on 97.3 The Fan. On Gladnick, uh, joining us on the program tonight. Again, tomorrow night we'll have the call for you. It'll uh, go to our website tomorrow night uh, because we've got uh, Utah-UCLA tomorrow night on 97.3 The Fan. But on our website tomorrow night, 97.3TheFanSD.com, and you can punch up uh, the high school game of the week. Tomorrow night, Torrey Pines at La Costa. Torrey Pines trying to finish the regular season at 9-0 and and uh, win the uh, – Avocado League outright uh, right now. Uh, La Costa Canyon sitting at two and two, six and two overall, and uh, they're trying to uh, stay in the uh, open division playoff hunt. Well, uh, speaking of playoffs and matchups in the North County tomorrow night, we've got uh, no better guy to come on and talk about the, the Valley League, the Palomar League, and the Avocado League than the legendary prep writer here in San Diego, Mister John Maffey, joins us on ninety-seven three The Fan. Fee, how you doing tonight? Good, John. How are you? Oh, I'm fired up. I feel like I need to be coming out of a three-point stance. <laughs> Man, do a little head slap. You'll, be, you'll just be fine. Yeah, back uh, when I played in that first uh, Torrey Pine San Diego game back in 1974, the head slap was legal. Was was it was still in? Yeah, Deacon uh, Deacon Jones is in the Hall of Fame because of it. That's exactly right. Well, John, uh, we had you on. Uh, I think it was last week, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I'm still amazed that tomorrow night's the last regular season uh, Friday night of high school football. We haven't even changed uh, to daylight savings time. It's, it's unbelievable. I you know, I don't do it. I only brought a jacket to one game so far this year. <laughs> yeah, and that was a game where it was lightning. Right, yeah, and we figured it might be some rain, so you, you know, you, you, you brought something to cover up. Hey, let's talk about uh, the matchups tomorrow night. Let's start in the Avocado League, and um, I want to start with a non-league game tomorrow night at Dick Haynes Stadium. You got Carlsbad going against Vista. Dave Bottoms done a pretty good job out at Vista this year. They're sitting at six and three. They finished at three and two in the Palomar League. And Coach McNeil last week over at Carlsbad, they got uh, Coach Sovacol and Lacosta Canyon. They they knocked them off and played very well last week and uh they're sitting at five and three uh, and again they finished three and two in uh, their uh, avocado league play uh those are two teams that have had nice years i think they really have and that, that game has uh could have huge playoff implications too that uh a carlsbad win right now carlsbad's sitting as the number one seed in division one but if they if they win that game and win it convincingly, and Helix struggles against Steel Canyon, uh, Carlsbad could jump in as one of the four uh, open division teams, dropping Helix down to Division One. And likewise, Vista is, at, uh, is a four seed in Division One, and a win, they could flip-flop with Point Loma and get up to a three seed. So that... That's going to have huge uh, playoff implications. Boy, uh, not to uh, you know uh, uh, throw cold water on Carlsbad, but I, I don't think anybody would want to play Helix if they went to Division One. Yeah, and that's uh, you know that's the thing that uh, well Carlsbad would knock would knock Helix out, so they would play probably Lacosta Canyon, and uh, yeah, and which would be huge for Torrey Pines because that would mean Torrey Pines and Lacosta Canyon wouldn't have to play back-to-back weeks. Yeah, we saw that last year. It was kind of interesting. Last year, Torrey uh, lost the last regular season game to La Costa by six, and then they beat him 40 to nothing the following week at La Costa. Yes, and I'm just, I'm not in favor. 
you know, and and the, the the CIF they try to avoid uh, you know league matchups in the first round, but with a four team open division, this isn't the first round. This this would be a semifinal, so you know, all all bets are off, and you can play. You know the the league matchups don't mat don't count there. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, I'll tell you if you're going to commit a bank robbery in San Marcos tomorrow, it'd be the night. Uh, you got Mission Hills going against San Marcos. Mission Hills a disappointing three and five overall, two and two in league play. San Marcos sitting at seven and one and three and one, and uh, they're uh, they're rooting for La Costa Canyon to beat Torrey tomorrow night so they can get a share of the title. Uh, who do you like in that game tomorrow night? You know, I, I went round and round uh, on, on my predictions on that one, and I almost went with Valley or with with Mission Hills on that. But I think with a healthy Miles Hastings, a quarterback, I think San Marcos just has a might have a little bit too much for him. And uh, so I'm picking San Marcos by one in that game. Oceanside uh, last week they put up uh, 41 points against Torrey Pines. They still got beat by 30. It's been a weird year for uh, the Pirates. Four and five, one and four in league play, going uh, across town to take on El Camino, who's had just a miserable year in a variety of different ways. One and seven, they've not won a league game. They're sitting at 0 and four, and uh, boy, uh, the Wildcats. Uh, when you take a look at their schedule coming out, and I don't know when that schedule was made, but they they badly overscheduled. I think in non-league and it kind of carried over to league season it did they, they've they've had a really rough time and and they, they were a senior loaded team last year with a with a lot of stars and they won the won the division one championship and and had a chance to win the state champ the the southern cal champ championship and go to the state but you know it's been a rough year for them and oceanside uh if if uh, if people haven't been able to see, haven't got out and to see Kyron Beecham the the quarterback at Oceanside do yourself a favor and you know you can see him next week or in the playoffs he's he's definitely worth the price of admission he uh I've heard him, and you wrote an article on him a couple of weeks ago, and he talked about wanting to be a wide receiver. And I've talked to some coaches since then, and and they think the kid is really downplaying his skills. They think if he goes to the right school and gets some coaching, he could be a dynamite college quarterback. Well, he doesn't want to play quarterback. That's the thing. It's, it's not that not that he can't play it. He And and the reason he, he's kind of been he, – he played quarterback last year, didn't enjoy it. He's enjoying it more this year. Because uh, Joe and Tofi Pow Pow are uh, tutoring him at Oceanside, and they've stressed the importance and the mental part of the game. But he he doesn't want to play it. He want, wants to be a receiver, and I I would think he would be a dynamite uh, slot receiver in college. He would just be. He would be sensational. The other uh, big matchup tomorrow night, and, and this is what everybody's going to be looking at because Torrey's been the number one ranked team since uh, week uh, two after Cathedral got beaten that opening game by La Costa Canyon. Torrey Pines 8-0, 4-0 in league play, going to take on the Mavericks 6-2, and 2-2 uh, and uh, in league play. And the Mavericks, uh, uh, to be honest, and I think you agree, and I think anybody that's watched them would agree, they've not been the same team since Carson Lippert went out. They're looking for an identity right now. They they really are, and, and uh, a lot of the uh, the the trick stuff that they run. Uh, Sean Sovacool, the coach at, at La Costa Canyon, you know, loves to you know loves to run trick plays and and around and and wildcat quarterback and double passes and all that. But when you don't have to respect Carson Lippert's speed, the, a lot of the trick stuff they run is negated. And and, and I agree, John. That you know they are they are searching 
for you know for somebody to take charge and and I don't know who that who that person is going to be. We're visiting with John Maffey from the Union Tribune, uh, and again, uh, you'll have all your picks. How you doing on those picks this year? Last time I, I looked, uh, you had a pretty good week last week, and overall, uh, you got to be hitting better than seventy percent again this year, huh? Um, yeah, yeah. Knock on wood, right now. I was nine and one last week, so uh, I'm up to what seventy. 77 and 21 right now. Now, this so, is the third year you've done that, right? Yes. And uh, what were your percentages the other two years? Uh, first year, so I think I, 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 I was right around 79, 80%. Last year was uh, was a little less, around 75, 76%. And, and I'm sitting now probably about 77%. How do you go about picking games each and every week? you try to move it around the county? Yes, and I try to pick... Uh, you, know, you you try to pick games that are competitive. You know, you don't want to pick blowouts. You know that that's pretty easy. So I try to pick. You know, like, you know this week I, uh, the seven games that are for the for league titles. I, I picked all seven games there, and and then I tried to pick you know traditional matchups. I, you know, San Marcos Mission Hills, Oceanside, El Camino, and then I, uh, the other the other game is uh, Lincoln and Madison. And you know, Lincoln, that kind of being an interesting game. Lincoln coming off uh, a forfeit last week, and Madison coming off a loss. So I thought that was kind of an interesting game. And hey. then we also try to do geographically to make sure we have you know each part of the county covered. Hey, uh, do some of these coaches uh, like to rib you a little bit when you don't pick their team to win? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> both both coaches last week. I had Lacosta Canyon and Carlsbad, and I picked Carlsbad in an upset, and. Uh, you know, and Coach Max said, he said, you know, you know, I hate you now because I was going to use it as bulletin board material, you know, <laughs> if you're going to pick Lacosta Canyon. And, you know, Sean Sovacool goes, he says, well, you, you know, you don't think I've already used it as bulletin board material? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Hey, as long as you're writing about them, those guys are probably, I would imagine, pretty happy. Oh, they they are, and and, and I understand, you know that, and and they they aren't being malicious about it. They, you know, it, it's it's anything to motivate your team, and and I understand if you know we get no respect, you know they hate us and all that, but you know they the coaches don't believe that, and the players, you know, if uh, if after the game if you go up to talk to them, they don't they don't mention it. They're they're good. Hey, let's jump to the Palomar League here. We got a non league affair tomorrow night. You got Mount Miguel uh, Troy Star uh, finishing up his first uh, regular season, uh, sitting at three and six, going to Del Norte uh, five and four. Del Norte ended up in league play at uh, two and three, and uh, Mount Miguel. Uh, you know, I don't know what was expected. I would imagine Coach Star uh, knowing uh, uh, the way he uh, puts together a football program at three and six probably isn't sitting all that well with him, no matter what school he's at. No, and I, you know, I saw them uh, in a preseason scrimmage up at Ramona, and he's got some math. He doesn't have very many players on his team, and that's that's part of the problem. But he does have some skill guys, and that's going to be an interesting game because Lee Cole has done a great job at, at Del Norte, getting them back on the winning side. And you know, I, I you know, I, I don't know who I would pick in that one. I'd probably take Del Norte because it's a home game. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I I think Troy Star is going to get it going, and and Lee Cole has got it going now at Del Norte. You know, John, two schools that are really having a heck of a time this year, and John Anderson's done a really nice job in his career at Mount Carmel. But they're sitting at zero and nine. They uh, obviously have not won a league game at zero and four. They're going down the road to Westview, who's one and eight and zero and four. What's going on with these two programs? 
you know, I, I, at both of them, it's kind of cyclical. They, you know, the athletes, you know, kind of come and go. They do have both teams have some talented athletes, but but just not enough right now. And Rancho Bernardo and Poway are both up right now because they they do have some athletes. So I, I think it's cyclical. You know, and, and both coaches are Kyle Williams, good coach at, at uh, Westview. And John Anderson, you know, uh, you know, one of the really good guys in the game at, at Mount Carmel. And you know, that, I, I think this is a blip on the radar. I think they'll, they'll both get it turned around. Well, tomorrow night you got the Palomar League Championship game. It's going to be at Poway at 7 o'clock. you got Rancho Bernardo and Poway both uh, coming in with identical 7-2 and two overall records, 4-0 and oh in uh, league play. And i got to tell you, Tristan McCoy's done a great job. He got off to a slow start uh, when he initially got that job. I give the administration a lot of credit. They stuck with him. He's a good young coach. I'm glad they uh, gave him that time because he's really put together a heck of a football program and then you take a look at Poway they had a miserable season last year and now tomorrow night they're playing for a league title absolutely and I, I agree with you I, I I talked to uh the athletic director Peggy Bros at Rancho Bernardo when when Tristan was struggling and I go you know is, is there any chance that this guy might lose his job and, and she goes absolutely not you know we are we are 100 percent convinced that we got the right guy and if you're if you're convinced you don't fire him and and they they stuck with him and and it their 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 faith has paid off and Scott Coates has come in and done a nice job at at Poway he's got a big bruising running back and Josh Butler and Butler's healthy uh, and it, that's going to be you know that's going to be a heck of a game now let's jump over to the Valley League. We got Escondido and San Pasqual. Escondido three and six, one and three. They've lost four in a row. They're going down the road to San Pasqual five and four, and they're uh, two and two right now. Tell us a little bit about the the Panthers and the Eagles. You know the 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 Eagles are you know they they run that funky full house back you know backfield offense, and uh, teams have a lot of trouble defensing it. Uh, you know Escondido's seen it seen it before. So I think they're a little farther along than most teams, and and Escondido uh, with a sophomore quarterback Robbie Ramos, I think their their future's ahead of them. But I gotta I gotta take San Pasquale in this one. All right, I want to jump to Fallbrook and Rancho Buena Vista, and that game's going to be played at Rancho Buena Vista. And we know all about Dorian Richardson, one of the top running backs in the county. Uh, his team at three and six, one and three uh, in league play. They've lost three straight, but. The Fallbrook Warriors, this was a once very, very proud program. It seems like they're just having a really hard time uh, getting this thing back on the, the right track. They're 2-6, and 0-3. Oh They've lost four straight. Tell us about the Warriors. You know, there, there's just not many athletes right now in Fallbrook in, in pretty much anything. And, I, you know, I don't know what's going on up there. Uh, a lot of their athletes and their students are, are going north. Uh, to up to up into the the Temecula area and the Southern Riverside area to Linfield Christian and some of those schools, uh, they they're having a hard time keeping keeping uh, people home. Darius Pickett uh, is I think is a good young coach at Fallbrook, but right now they're just they're just overmatched. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Rancho Buena Vista. Joe Meyer, Herb Meyer's son, uh, they got off to a pretty good start, but they've really kind of faded down the stretch. Yeah, I think they got into the the tougher part of their schedule, and uh, you know they're going to give the ball to Dorian Richardson, you know, thirty five, forty times. And I would think that if this, you know, if Fallbrook scores a little bit and keeps it somewhat close, Dorian Richardson has a chance to pile up, 
you know, 300, 400 yards in this game. Is he a first-team All-CIF guy this year? Absolutely. I, I think – and I, I was out at Vista the other day talking to their running backs and where each of them get maybe, you know, 10, 12 carries a game, and they just shook their head when they started talking about Dorian, and they just said, you know, could you imagine carrying the ball 35 times a game <laughs> and carrying it off tackle? Not, you know, he's not out in space. He, he's, he's taking it right off tackle and gaining big yards. I always remember the day that Ricky Bell carried the ball 51 times uh, up in Pullman, Washington, or no, it was uh, in uh, Seattle against Washington, and, and somebody asked uh, John Robinson, don't you think you're overworking uh, Ricky Bell? And uh, Robinson's comment in the post-game press conference was, why? The ball ain't that heavy. Ain't that heavy, yeah. <laughs> you know, he was... Uh... He was a quote machine, that's for sure. Uh, the battle tomorrow night. Now, you're going to be at this game, uh, Ramona Valley Center, right? Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to be the sideline guy on either side. You got uh, Damon Baldwin yelling in one ear, and then on the other side, the poor linesman is going to be hearing it from Rob Gilster in his other ear. Boy, that the, the decibel level at that game is going to be, be a, both of those guys are unbelievably good guys. You know, Damon Baldwin. You know, played in the NFL, coached at San Diego State, and, and is really you know one of the the really fine gentlemen. And Rob Gilster <laughs> is right there with him. I mean, they're you know two great coaches, two really good guys with booming voices. Who do you like in that game? Because uh, for me, uh, uh, that that game's kind of a toss up. Because Sean Sean McDonald, their uh, their running back, is healthy. He ran for 398 yards last week. Uh, kind of went underreported and had two two long runs called back on on questionable holes. Uh, because he's healthy, I'm I'm taking Ramona. But uh, between he and Mateo Sinahoy, the running back at Valley Center, the two quarterbacks are are very good. Ricky Mazzetti from from Valley Center and Derek Diamond from Ramona. I I think it's going to be a sensational game, and I'm getting there early and. Uh, <laughs> And having a baked potato. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, boy, there are going to be some great games. Not not just in the three leagues you and I went uh, through, but you mentioned there are seven championship ball games tomorrow night. Yes, I, you know, I mean, you know, Brawley and Central is going to be is going to be a brawl out in the desert. I mean that that that's going to be a great game. And you know, you've got Helix playing playing for a for a championship. Uh, yeah, it's just it's going to be a, a lot of fun. West Hills, Mont, you know, Monta Vista playing for a title. Uh, Steel and Helix, Otay Ranch and Eastlake playing for a title. So yeah, I mean, it's just uh, you know Sarah and Coronado playing for a title. So it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, it certainly is. John Maffey from the Union Tribune uh, for a couple of more minutes tonight on our high school uh, show on 97.3 The Fan. If you Again, if you tuned in a little bit late, we're going to 11 o'clock tonight, a second bonus hour of the remainder of this high school football season. John, uh, you know, it's getting to that time uh, where we start looking at all CIF players, and, you know, we, we talked about Dorian Richardson uh, a minute ago, and, you know, I'm seeing some of these running backs just put up unbelievable numbers this year, whether it's yardage or scoring touchdowns or whatever i don't know when we vote on the all cif team this year i don't know if we're going to have enough of spots for all these running backs it, it's going to be really interesting and i think uh you know uh what do you do with keenan christian from uh from madison who's who is really one of the big talents in the county but really only has 900 yards uh but you know how talented he is 
So, I mean, where do we find a spot for him? And, you know, unless he starts putting up some big numbers. Because we've got a lot of running backs in that 1,400, 1,500-yard range, and it's going to be really tough there. Uh, you've been looking at the, uh, the algorithms lately? Uh, for for the playoffs or for for yeah for the playoffs uh, what do you think right now uh, uh, as far as uh, what what should we expect on Saturday? I think you know I mean everything will coaches will have it figured out before they get to the meeting but I I think you know like I said there could be a flip flop at, at number one in the in the open division there could be a flip flop uh, at uh, at division one at uh, at the, at the number one spot. Division two, there could be a flip flop there. Uh, Valley Center with a big win could jump into a top four and get a and get a bye there. Uh, it's uh, Christian is a solid number one seed at uh, in Division three, but Brawley and West Hills are are climbing in and and could could jump could jump much higher. Uh, Division four is pretty much set. San Diego Kearney, Del Norte, Monta Vista are going to be the top four seeds and. Orange Glen they, uh, is a solid number one seed in Division Five, uh, and Francis Parker is a two. And they they with you know if they have a bad loss, which I don't think they will because they're playing Escondido Charter, but uh, they look like they're a number two with Tri City and Holtville, not three and three, you know, two, three, four. Hey John, thanks so much for the time. Enjoy the ball game up there uh, in Valley Center tomorrow night. John, you too. You guys have a good broadcast. All right, thank you, John Maffey from the. Uh, Union Tribune. We're going to get to the top of the hour. We'll get you an update. We'll come back with hour number two. And when we come back, Dave Dickens from EastCountySports.com will be my guest. Coach John Cantera, this is the High School Football Show on 97.3 The Fan.